Welcome to the Leading with Integrity and Skill podcast, presented by Dr. Bill Hostler on subjects affecting leaders across a wide array of venues. The Bible says in Psalm 78, 72, that David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands he led them. That is our goal. Stay tuned for words of encouragement about what it means to be a leader who exemplifies integrity and skill in the home, the workplace, the church, and the community. This morning at the breakfast table, Margaret, my wife, and I were reminiscing about a very busy time in our lives when we were faced with an upcoming child's wedding, an important out-of-town engagement, an already busy schedule, and a three-week vacation to several out-of-town locations. Margaret was feeling overwhelmed with getting everything planned out, especially the trip. The other things seemed more important at the time. At the end of a school day, one of our sons burst through the door and said, Mom, I have the trip all planned out, what we need to take, where we can stop, things we can visit. Their work may not have solved it all, but it helped take the pressure off. Since that day, that son has had a lot of planning to do. We all need to plan, at least a little. Mothers are planning what to have for meals or how to get the children to the various school or church functions. Children are planning on what to wear tomorrow or how to get the term paper turned in on time. And dad is thinking about the job assignment his boss asked him to work on. Planning is more important and part of our lives than what we know. Planning is often associated with goal setting. Now, some don't like the words goal setting, but lest that word scare us off away from and away from the subject, consider that prayer is a goal. In fact, I don't know how we can reject goal setting and still present our request to God. Prayer requests are goals we are asking God to answer. That is what goal setting and planning are. Prayers offered in faith is what we are hoping for, but up to this point only seeing them by the eyes of faith. Leaders need to see the future before it is. Where are we going and how are we going to get there are two questions leaders need to know. Their work involves painting a picture of the preferred future, establishing objectives, budgeting, scheduling, etc. Seeing the preferred future is far more than pie in the sky or some grandioso scheme with no plan for accomplishment. It is important that the leader be able to see clearly the finished product before it is. The clearer you can see the end product, the easier it will be for you to complete it. Jesus talked about being able to see a city being captured or viewing a completed tower. Those events were yet future, but Jesus said a leader needed to be able to see them. Can you see the future of your ministry or what your business will look like when it is up and running? Do you know what you want your church to be like next year? Or do you have a five-year picture of your new business? What type of people will you have working for you? What will you be doing? If you are a church leader, what uh, ministries will you have? When will you start a new church plant? Someone commented when Disney World opened up, well, it's too bad Walt Disney died before he was able to see it. His wife responded, he did see it. Walt Disney saw it in his mind before it ever became a reality. Walt Disney was the one who said, If you can dream it, you can do it. The sad part for many in a leadership position is they cannot see clearly where they are going. They have difficulty of imagining the preferred future. I believe many people can chart the course and provide the intervening steps if they know where they are going. 
However, I have worked with too many leaders who had difficulty seeing and articulating where they wanted to go. I have worked with men in the church who could not see how to put a simple youth program together or envision a new building program. They could not conceptualize it. While others shied away from forecasting the preferred future either because they couldn't or they somehow thought it was unspiritual. I've had men tell me, well, we just let the Holy Spirit lead us. I believe in letting the Holy Spirit lead, but I do not accept it when it is a cop-out for not planning or not knowing how to plan. Before I leave on a trip, I program into my GPS, my global positioning system, the addresses of the places I want to visit. At the appropriate time, I set the GPS to give me the directions. In a matter of seconds, the directions and even a voice are guiding me to exactly where I need to go. When I get to the place, it even says, you have arrived. I wouldn't get anything if I put in anywhere as my destination or I don't know where I want to go. I need to be precise. In talking with a pastor about something that he wanted to do, I suggested, if you cannot see it, I don't think you can achieve it. The clearer the mental picture, the easier to get where you want to go and what you want to accomplish. For those with the natural gift of leadership, it may be hard to accept that some people have great difficulty in seeing the future. To help you get a glimpse of the vision I think God wants to give you for your current ministry or responsibility, here are a few suggestions. 1. Set aside several days to get alone with God. Find a place of solitude for this work. This is not a vacation. This is work. Someone in your acquaintance may have a cottage or a house they will let you use for several days. Take a Bible, a notebook, and be prepared to focus on prayer and meditation. Alfreese, former president of the Evangelical Church of Canada and a former missionary to India, was confronted with how to reach the Hindus of Calcutta, India. As the story goes, Alf determined to go to a mountain and seek the face of God. Lord, I don't know how to reach these people, so you need to show me, was his prayer. He went on to say, I'm going to stay here until I turn green with moss, or you give me a plan. During the time he was on the mountain in prayer, two words kept coming to his mind. But the two words didn't make sense, so he kept on praying. However, the two words, which were, correspondence course, kept coming to his mind. Finally, he got up the courage to address God on the subject. God, that is a crazy idea. A correspondence course will not work. One, these people are unable to read. Two, they don't speak English. And three, we don't have a correspondence course. Frustrated and desperate, he agreed to go with those two words. In obedience, he put a small ad in the paper offering a correspondence course on the Bible to those who would write in. Amazingly, or maybe not so amazingly, they received hundreds of requests from people wanting to study the Bible. The first offer to the people of Calcutta was made over 50 years ago, and the program is still running strong all because a missionary was willing to seek the mind of the Holy Spirit about what a preferred future would look like for the people he wanted to reach. Two, clear your heart of any personal ambition. This is not as easy as it sounds, because we're not always able to distinguish between our voice and the voice of the Holy Spirit. 
But by persistent prayer, we can sense a movement from something for us to something for God. I have followed this procedure enough times to believe in the faithfulness of the Holy Spirit to help accomplish that for which you ask. Remember, He wants you to accomplish something for His work more than you do. At first, you may find yourself swelling with pride as you consider growth for your organization, company, or family. You may envision the accolades of a community, church, or organization, but continue to ask the Holy Spirit to help you dream only His dreams and visions. But what if the vision God seems to be revealing focuses attention on my persona as an individual? Some may attempt to avoid anything which elevates them or puts them in the spotlight. On the other hand, this may be right where God needs you. He may be looking for someone he can trust with a spotlight turned on them. Billy Graham had to face this problem many times. Once when asked about all the billboards with his picture on them, he responded, What if the donkey Jesus rode in on thought that they were cheering for him? We are only the vessel through which the Holy Spirit of God works. And Ezekiel records, I looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so that I would not have to destroy it, but I found no one. Nehemiah had a book written about him and his work, but it was where God needed him, even though significant accolades came his way. Three, seek God's plan for your work or ministry. Listen to what God has to say to you. He wants to give you guidance more than you want to receive it. Throughout history, God has revealed His plans to leaders. I have talked with individuals who solve visions of God's preferred future for entire nations. The promise of the New Testament is that dreams and visions would be part and parcel for young and old alike. I tr truly believe this is a God thing. God's revelation of specific plans is not only good for the one called to carry them out, but is also good as a means of confirming God's involvement. Someone has said, if you fear a new idea, you may miss the leading of the Holy Spirit. Ask God to help you to describe the preferred future in as much detail as possible. The more detail your picture has, the easier it will be for you to fulfill it. Commit your vision to writing. Writing will force you to be concrete in your descriptions. Be rigorous in forcing yourself to provide as much detail as you can see. Sometimes, in the early stage of a, stages of a vision, the picture is a little fuzzy, but it will become clearer the closer you get to completion. This is the first in a series of three podcasts on the leader's important role of planning. Join us soon for another podcast on leading with integrity and skill. You can follow me on Twitter at Bill Hostler or like us on Facebook at Dr. Bill Hostler or on the web at BillHostler.com or KeyMinistries.net. This has been a production of Leading with Integrity and Skill Podcast. <laughs>